Live from Gutter Cat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey, yo, what is going on? Thanks for joining the space. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest is an OG Board Ape Yacht Club member that had enough conviction to hold on to his ape through all the twists and turns and extremely volatile price swings of the last year. He also has a unique role in the industry by being a VIP customer support agent for Dapper Labs during the Top Shot craze. He buys with conviction and has a portfolio that exemplifies that long-term thinking. It's my honor to share the stage today with someone I'm excited to learn more about myself, Jay Bond. What's going on, Jay Bond? Thanks for joining the show. Hello. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me and thanks for having me today. Uh, I'm excited to be here as well to talk about uh, my journey and to really learn more about you guys as well, how you guys are doing the show. This is great. Uh, this is a great platform and uh, really looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, I mean, it, it it has been nice. It's actually interesting um, being able to see some of the people that have found the space through the podcast. It's a uh, it's really cool because it it's just another way that people are learning about the space and then uh, joining it too. And and it's um, just really cool to be a part of the process. And you're a good example of someone that's been around and kind of grown with the space as well. So I'd love to for people that may not know you as well, take us all the way back to the beginning of where you even started learning about um, the crypto and NFT space, whichever came first? All right. Uh, this question always finds, um, I always find it interesting whenever I'm asked, like, how I get into the space. Uh, I got into the NFT space via NBA Top Shot, like most of the collectors around uh, nowadays. Uh, I'm a big basketball fan. I'm a big NBA fan. And a transition to uh, NBA Top Shot collecting. Uh, made sense for me. I learned about it March last year, so I've been in the space for more than a year already. Uh, I started out collecting March, uh, and to be honest, I've started collecting NFTs ahead of crypto. I was very skeptic of crypto, uh, to be honest, uh, before I got into the space, but I think NFTs onboarded me to crypto, uh, and that's made possible by NBA Top Shot, and of course, uh, board a cat club, and we'll go to that later. And like how I transitioned, and eventually like had enough conviction uh, that this is the future. Yeah, I love that, and I'm excited to talk more about that. I'd love to go back just because I'm curious if um, if you kind of learned about the NFT space because you were looking to work at, um, at like NBA Top Shot. You saw it as an opportunity for employment, or or did you find out about at Top Shot because you wanted to get involved, and then after you were collecting, uh, you got on their team? Tell me a little bit more about your your Top Shot and how you ended up working with them. All right, so uh, I. I started out really as a collector. Uh, my main goal really was to uh, start collecting uh, something that uh, I feel closely about, which is uh, basketball and NBA. I've been playing fantasy sports for the last six years or more. I've been an NBA fan for uh, more than a decade or so. Ever since I was a kid, I love Shaq. Uh, and yeah, I think... Uh, being a basketball fan for me uh, is what made me transition to being a collector. I've started collecting as well cards, but just recently. And I think when comparing the traditional cards with NBA Top Shot, uh, I've seen a lot of comparisons. I've, I've seen a lot of like uh, similarities. But at the same time, I've seen some advantages that the blockchain version has, which is the NBA Top Shot. Versus like the traditional cards, there's no maintenance cost. Uh, the blockchain is forever. Like all the cards that you've collected from S1 will be there like uh, forever. And 
until of course you lose your account, which hopefully does not happen. So it's something that you can pass on to your kids or uh, some other NBA fans, your siblings, cousins, etc., who are into uh, NBA. So yeah, that's how I started with uh, Top Shot. Uh, it was a natural progression for me when I learned about uh, an NFT uh, made officially with the NBA. It kind of gave me the stamp of approval that this is a legit N- N- NFT and something that I may need to look into as opposed to some other NFTs that I feel is not like legit or it's not like something that's uh, worthwhile. So yeah, that's what kind of started me into this uh, NFT craze. And of course, like uh, when I'm, I've started the collecting part with NBA Top Shot, that's when I started to learn about the team. That's when I started to learn about Dapper, Dapper being the one of the first uh, NFT companies who made uh, the NFT craze possible, especially with CryptoKitties and uh, other NFTs. And yeah, that's when I started to see it as a potential opportunity for me to get into as a job or a role within the web space. I love it. I mean, I think that is uh, the the grind you had to go from a collector and then to say, you know what, I really want to be in this space all the time uh, and just like live and breathe. Web3 is, is uh, really shows a lot of conviction that you just were really excited about it. And I, I think that's amazing and, and probably uh, why I'm not surprised that you your collection has a lot of uh, NFTs. That have that have gained value over the long term because you've been just holding on to them. Uh, I talk a lot about conviction on the show, and you definitely have that. So we'll, we will definitely continue talking about that. I think um, another thing that I, I just think is really fascinating is um, what you talked about with when it comes to onboarding. I think. Um, a lot of people in the NFT space were onboarded through NBA Top Shot for that exact reason, because they saw uh, that this is something that they were familiar with. Um, they're familiar with basketball cards. It's an easy connection. And we saw so many people that, like you said, even you were like not sure about other NFTs. I just feel like uh, throughout the show and friends I've heard um, that have gotten involved in the space, there's a very common narrative about how people kind of got involved into the NFT space to begin with. Um, um, was through that or was through Clubhouse. Those were like the really two big entry points uh, for people that weren't already crypto native. So so I just love hearing your story. Um, one thing that I'm, what I'm thinking I'm curious about is obviously uh, the, the Top Shot um, community and everything that happened from the frenzy to then is slowing down, um, I think was like a natural progression. And I think Top Shot will, will continue to grow um, because like you said, it's one of those things where people have to have, uh, like, there's always going to be trading cards. And uh, there may be trading cards that aren't uh, worth much at all. And then there's trading cards that are worth uh, a tremendous amount of money because of the the people that are on them and, and their run and all of that. And I think all of that's going to transfer over on the blockchain over time. But because we're so new, uh, we see these hype phases and, and it is interesting seeing how those all play out. One And you've, you've been around to see all of that, even with the Board Ape Yacht Clubs. And uh, one thing I'm curious is how you made that transition. We're like, how did you end up figuring out or, or during that Top Shot Crazy being like, uh, oh, Ed, Bored Apes is what I believe in. Where where did you first hear about the Bored Ape Yacht Club and, and what made you believe uh, that you wanted to get in so early on? All right. So this is another funny story. Uh, obviously, I was in Top Shot. Like, my belief back then, uh, this is early March, April, is that I will not get into any other NFTs apart from NBA Top Shot. I feel like all the other NFTs are unsafe. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of volatility, which is true, uh, and a lot of scams, which is also true, and a lot of these uh, involves crypto, which is a very volatile asset, which is true. Uh, unlike, for example, NBA Top Shot, I can just use my credit card, and uh, the value of the moment, yes, it's volatile, but uh, it's all in dollar. So essentially, like uh, at the end of the day, we're valuing the moments uh, based on US dollar, for example. So yeah, that, that was my thinking back then. But uh, obviously, when May or end of April last year came, and obviously May, uh, I've seen a lot of collectors from NBA Top Shot uh, talk about um, these monkey avatars, uh, 
talked about board apes, like buying into board apes, getting some um, of these apes. And for me, back then, it does not make sense. Uh, why will people pay a hundred or two thousand bucks, which is very cheap, uh, obviously compared to what a board ape is worth right now, uh, for a picture of a monkey? Obviously, that does not make sense right away it's like me making my comparison at the back of my mind to like paying a thousand dollar for a picture of a monkey versus paying a thousand dollar for a moment of lebron james uh which is like totally the lebron james moment is something that i can relate with and something that my mind can put value in uh right away now uh i was intrigued uh, obviously, of uh, um, the board APR club, but I did not know that um, this is something that I'd like to be part of. But I've been watching for a while um, on like how a lot of the collectors transition to board apes, buy board apes uh, from being NBA top shot collectors. What made me move, I guess, or what made me jump uh, into finally getting a board ape was. When I saw Roham, which is the CEO of uh, Dapper Labs, uh, a company behind NBA Top Shot by Avoid Ape, and make it his profile picture. For me, that was the moment that gave me the stamp of approval for the board Ape. I've never like uh, known before that, for example, uh, someone like Mark Cuban or Gary V uh, bought board Apes early on. Uh, it was Roham. It was because I closely follow NBA Top Shot team, when Rohan changed his profile picture to, into a board ape, that was it for me. I, I was like, okay, maybe it's worth a bet. Yeah. And that made me buy one, um, May 25, 2021. And when I changed my profile picture into a board ape, I was welcomed warmly by the community. I felt instantly that this is something special. Like, I feel like there's something special going on. And two days later, I bought another uh, ape uh, because I felt like I can't like go on moving forward with just one because like if I'll need to sell one, then uh, I'll be out of the club. <laughs> there were no mutants yet back then, uh, but it was obviously suddenly uh, in May uh, 2021, which both of, both of those I still hold until now. And what was your what was the buy-in price when you got in? What did you do? You remember about what you bought for those first two apes? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, the first one is zero point three nine nine eight Ethereum. Uh, the second one is zero point forty one Ethereum. Yeah, this so under one, under right? one like ETH EFP. for yeah, two. Yeah, like EFP is um, the second one. Yeah, under one ETH. You know, I always loved your uh, profile picture because it, you're one of the most noticeable apes because uh, very few people put the, um, the I don't even know what that hat is, uh, but it, what's that cap called? But very few people actually use that as their profile picture, and you do, and so I've always thought that was funny. Is there a reason you chose this one as your, your profile picture? Yeah, uh, so this the baby bonnet. The uh, baby bonnet, yeah, it's a baby yeah. J Bond, <laughs> little baby ape. Yeah, it's a, it's a baby ape. Uh, so uh, I've chosen two apes uh, from the start. Like uh, the first one, if you go to my profile, uh, it's in the team tweet. I have also explained why I chose it. It's kind of like um, the, my graduation suit uh, from my uh, university and college. This one. Um, is the ape that I chose two days later. I was scanning through uh, OpenSea and I saw this ape. What obviously uh, captured my attention was the merch fee. Um, it's something like I feel uh, something like I proudly show off um, every so often, uh, which is the red merch uh, Board Ape Yacht Club shirt. But um, the ape grew on me i guess when i when i bought it i felt like it when i'm in the space precisely because uh this is like a baby ape or like a kid it it 
you won't see it as something that's uh, serious. Uh, if you look at it, you won't think that I'm serious all the time. Um, it's playful. And I think it's, it's exactly what Web3 is. It allows us adults to be like kids again. Um, get into NFTs, get into cartoon JPEGs, and like earn from doing so. But what's more important is be like us having fun in doing so. And I think that's what makes it great. And for me, that's uh, that's what this ape means to me. That uh, I'm a kid again. I'm allowed to be a kid again within the Web3 space. I'm allowed to have fun again. It's very different from your traditional Web2 or your traditional corporate world wherein you have to be serious all the time. You have to be uh, professional all the time. You have to be in suit all the time and all of those things. This is very different. And that's precisely why I love Web3. And that's precisely why this ape grew on me. I love that. I just love that there's a, that, you know, the thing that we were talking about earlier with Top Shot is that Top Shot you relate to because you know um, you know the players, you know the sport, and so you get excited about it. But you're really owning something, someone else's experience, uh, and kind of owning a little part of that. But uh, I think why you know you kind of express the why the attachment occurs with these apes is because over time and being through all of the price action and seeing the whole journey, you have become uh, the the moment. Like you're you are the the value uh, and the connection to the ape and that's very psychological because uh it's hard for then um if you have a really strong community that relates to these images it's hard to get them out of their hands and that's the case with um that's the case with the board apes it's very hard uh and people value them so highly that they are not going to sell them for anything less so you've seen that happen firsthand and I, i'm curious because you just had talked about that and, and not seeing um kind of the board apes or seeing why they had any value value back in the day, which I think most people would agree. When did it occur to you that, oh, wow, I can see how these become super valuable? Well, uh, obviously, when I get into board aid, so I, I'll, I'll share my um, like my investment uh, thoughts when I get into it. Uh, obviously, I bought two uh, because I was thinking that I will flip one and hold on to mm -hmm. one. And you, as we were discussing, like uh, I bought two for less than one Ethereum. So obviously, when the price of board A reached the floor price of one Ethereum, if I'm really looking to flip back then, I could have already made profit um, out of it. But I guess uh, at that same time, uh, there was like a teaser already that uh, there would be like an airdrop surprise for the apes. So I thought of like holding on to both of my apes, which obviously that uh, airdrop turned out to be the kennels. Um, and then that obviously drove up the price of the board apes because of the anticipation of like uh, a surprise drop. Um, still less than two Ethereum. I remember uh, this time frame uh, it was when uh, Bored Apes were like uh, one of the hottest collections in NFT space. We flipped me bits in terms of price. Uh, a lot of the early people in the NFT space buying into Bored Apes. I think the first one that I thought that, hey, this may be something of big potential was when Lamella Ball um, bought a Bored Ape. And then Tyrese Halliburton was also an NBA player what the board ape until the day after. And obviously, like I was telling my story earlier about NBA Top Shot and how I liked NBA Top Shot. And for seeing these players um, getting into board apes early on and buying board apes back then uh, was for me something to note about as a fan of basketball. I thought back then that, hey, maybe uh, board apes would be special within the small basketball community. Maybe some more NBA players will get into it uh, after these two uh, got in. And obviously, like later on, Steph Curry came in, but obviously that's still far 
down the line. But those two, I think, were the first ones that made me realize that um, it's a fun community. I think I'll have fun within this community if some of my idols can see that this is a great community to be in. Then I think I'm in the right spot. And yeah, I yeah. think the conviction just grew over time. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it, it is. It, it um, definitely, once it starts to permeate into culture, uh, and you've seen celebrities doing it, people that you really uh, admire, like you said, it, it also had that connection early on um, to someone that you really looked up to, which is the Top Shot creator. So it's it's just an interesting view um, and to consider a lot of times the reason we do get so attached to things is because the people that we trust or look up to uh, believe in them as well. And, and it, it just goes to show that um, you can even look at V friends and how loyal they are to uh, holding on to their V friends because they're huge uh, Gary V fans. And so you see kind of um, these communities come together that really just uh, are really kind of um, are role models that, that can onboard so many more people. And I think, you know, once it starts permeating into culture where we'll learn more about it, and that's just, um, it's just fascinating how quickly even, uh, even, you know, people that I know that aren't into NFTs at all hear about it on TV and things like this. It's just crazy how quick it can start to grab hold of culture. And once that happens, um, you know, it's just a matter of time before it's just widely adopted um, massive, massively. So I love that. Well, one thing that I'm also curious about in your journey uh, and you clearly have conviction because you've held on to it. I had five apes at one point, uh, and I sold a lot of them to get into the gutter cat gang. And, and you know, one thing that I think early on um, that it was very easy to do is, is look at gains in this space and be like, you never know what's going to happen. So you sell, but you didn't do that. And, you you know, you also um, are an investor in several other uh, blue chip projects like um, world of women and like uh, gutter cat gang and so I think it's just cool how you uh, continually look for these products to uh, to before joining or before buying in what does it take to, to get that conviction all right uh, I'll, first I'll address on like why I kind of held on um, to the apes uh, back then and until now uh, I still have like no immediate plans of selling any of my uh, ape assets uh, as of the moment. Uh, but yes, it's true that uh, you can get uh, caught up easily with like seeing gains on paper and like not enjoying these gains uh, in personal life, for example. Uh, and obviously like the impermanence in this space is something that is need to be noted as well. Uh, like those things are um, very hard to grapple with uh, on a daily basis. But I think uh, for my case, um, and I share a lot of my belief uh, after like learning more about NFTs, hearing more from Gary V, for example, and like how he talks about NFTs, that's essentially like how my belief and my uh, such an early phase of um, the NFT space. And there would be a lot of booms and busts bumps and dumps um, along the way. And uh, we can see similarities of uh, the current NFT landscape with um, the internet back in the 90s where there were uh, the dot-com uh, burst. And as we uh, navigate through it, we know for a fact that back then uh, in, in the 90s, uh, a lot of the companies didn't make it but there is where you got the companies like amazon right now um and a lot of other companies like ebay for example uh those were the survivors of that phase and i believe that nfts is the future i believe that a lot of people especially those who are born into internet those who are natives in internet will make a transition towards nfts but the key for you to be able to uh, maximize this uh, future potential is to be in NFT projects that you believe will survive five, ten years from now. And this also shapes why I look into 
blue chip NFTs in a premium. This is why I also look into like these communities, these projects, these teams uh, on a premium because uh, I feel that they have what it takes to survive um, the downturns and the upturns of the market. And uh, I guess that's being early with apes is something, but having the conviction to hold on to it uh, with all the upswings and downswings is something. That's also why I get into other projects. I try to get into other projects who have proven that they can also have these kinds of upswings and downswings and have still the community strong and intact during those times. And that's why I got into Guttercats. That's why I got into World of Women and other um, blue chip projects precisely because of that. Precisely, I'm thinking long term. I'm thinking five years, 10 years from now. What will be the projects that will still have value by then? Uh, 99% of the projects will be, like right now, will be obsolete by then. But finding that 1% will work well for you. That's how I believe in it. Yeah, I mean, I do. I also agree. There's always, whenever you look at any sort of investment, there's going to be a flight to quality eventually because you start to see uh, the performance of different um, projects and communities as well as the developers and what they're actually able to do. And you're starting to see a lot of um, partnerships happening, a lot of uh, acquisitions and and bigger corporations coming into the space. And that's just uh, that's just uh, just shows, you know, the interest that is involved. Involved and, and the kind of one, the perk of being early, but also the responsibility um, of the community to kind of hold true to like the origins or the belief of, of the values of um, making sure that they're, they're not taken away either because of buyout. And so I think there's like this balance that we're seeing now in the middle of this year. Um, being in the Board Ape Yacht Club, you've also seen this where you had a lot of community members that were very active in the space. Uh, and now they're starting to, uh, they're wanting to learn about each other. They're growing together. But now because of, you know, profit taking or being able to sell um, for for such a large amount of money, they'll sell their ape. And so you see kind of this turnover and new people owning the apes. And now it's much more of a celebrity and status thing. So I'm curious, um, what you've thought of kind of the transition as the apes have grown and the community has grown, um, what what it's been like to kind of watch that happen in real time and also how you think it's important um, for like the community to continue to be involved to make sure that the values of the original, the OGs in, in the community continue to get heard. Yeah, uh, that that's a great one. That's a great point to make. Um, obviously, like being in um, the space for more than a year, and obviously, like being with the board of that club for almost a year already. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, turnovers already. I've seen a lot of like OG, older uh, their apes, uh, and take profits, and that's great. I love board of that club for that itself because it has that ability to change lives. And um, by all means, if you have to take the profit already to improve your life, do so. I think I need, uh, I wasn't able to point that out earlier, but one of the reasons as well as uh, why I'm holding on to my apes currently is that uh, I don't have immediate, something immediate to use it on. Like the, if I take the profits, I don't have anything immediate yet to uh, use it on. And I feel that uh, my ETH uh, is safer. Like, uh, with the apes rather than like taking it out already at this point. But uh, yeah, I've seen others like sold their apes, um, improve their lives, buy houses, uh, make proposals, etc. And that's been great uh, watching all of those unfold uh, before my eyes. Another thing is like, yeah, that's true that there's a lot of newcomers as well. Uh, it's becoming like more of a status symbol. Um, wherein new celebrities, uh, CEOs, executives, brands come up by apes. Uh, and I, I, when I see that board apes were like progressing back then uh, to something more of a aspirational community to be in, I think that this is something that uh, I expected to happen eventually wherein more, most of the people 
newcomers especially that will be coming into apes or your ultra rich your celebrities your uh high profile individuals and that just goes to their community as well and the reach of um the board a club community as well but it's also important to stay true to your roots to ground hold the origins of where this came from and i love for a fact that a lot of the ogs who've been there since may are still with the club right now and that's special i think that's something that uh is so great to see that a lot of your uh ogs like ogd farmer captain creepy uh adding uh more apes uh even those with just one eight one two apes for example who's been there ever since may june uh, are still with the club and are still believing on like the long-term potential and enjoying every day of being in the club it's becoming like a mix uh to be honest of like your uh big time holders and still your ogs your dgens who are enjoying the presence um of the club and another thing to note is i think uh the addition of new memberships especially the mutants also helped uh a lot of the apes were able to sell their board apes but still remain in the club as mutants and i think that's good and i i'm seeing a lot of newer projects or a lot of other blue chips do that as well um gutter cat uh gang has the clones uh world of women has wow galaxy uh those are like your expansion membership that allows other people to be part of the club but at the same time those extension memberships allow you to take off yeah i love that i think um yeah it's definitely true as it expands you know there's always whenever the community expands the community members um when the project does it right also kind of get some sort of benefit from it and so it's really cool to see kind of the growth model that projects have taken on um, I just think that it it is fascinating too, just to see someone like Tropo Farmer. I've kind of been watching him since very early on as well, and go from a couple thousand to now hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, I know you have quite a few followers, over thirty thousand. Did you uh, have make a lot of these uh, friends and community um, from just posting and being an early member of of the Board Apes? Uh, kind of how did you how did you get um, kind of involved in in kind of the community? unity uh, in such an active role okay so yeah uh with my twitter uh before i started with nfts uh this is my twitter account that i also use for like my personal stuff before when i was still like not uh into nfts i just have like less than 500 followers then uh when i got into nfts uh obviously i've been joining nba top shot giveaways and stuff like that so um yeah that's how i started with uh nfts and a lot of my real life friends muted me already on twitter and yeah that's fine uh when i got into board apes yeah, i think that's when i started to make some friends and yeah i think um that's what started as well to uh gain some followers uh and gain me some connections um valuable connections that i've had uh, as i am part of like several communities uh several valuable communities like board apes other cats uh cool cats uh world of women for example uh and that's been great uh what also pushed me i guess um to have more active role is that uh i think there needs to be like a more uh proof or more uh visible uh manifestation that uh NFTs is a fun place to be in. Uh, NFTs is something that can change lives. And I think by being more active on Twitter and by showing that uh, something that is needed in this space. And I think that's also how I gained some other followers. I had uh, a lot of other followers to, or like a lot of other projects to approach me to do some giveaways for them. And I've loved doing that uh, previously since uh, I've started out uh growing my collection from giveaways uh obviously like i'm from the philippines uh, i don't have a lot of uh disposable income i guess uh to play in the space and early on i started with giveaways a lot of giveaways and i've won a lot from giveaways or in my early days when i was still not 
uh, as active posting in Twitter. And I wanted to give back by running giveaways for other people to also um, get started with their collections. Uh, fun fact, and I see um, Akash the Ape here who holds uh, my OG Gutter Cat. I've won that OG Gutter Cat from Gutter Dance. From a giveaway of Gutter Cat Gang. And that <laughs> that was my first cat. Uh, and that was obviously like a life-changing amount of money uh, that I've gotten from giveaways. And like it pains me to see that other people are saying, no, there are no legit giveaways. There are. But uh, obviously, you have to look for it. And obviously, luck has to have factor in it. But um, yeah, that's how I got into Gutter Cat Gang in the first place. I'm forever thankful for that. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I remember um, there were a lot of people giving Bored Apes away uh, back in the day as well. Bored Apes, Gutter yes. Cats, Cool <laughs> Cats. It, it's uh, And now a lot of those people are like, they gave, there was some people, I know um, a friend of mine, Avi, he gave away uh, like probably 10 to 15 Cool Cats, which is just insane to look back on now. Um, but just really probably was able to help a lot of people if they held on to them. But, you know, you never know when something is, uh, you don't see anyone really just handing out board apes anymore, <laughs> but you just never know what uh, what NFT is going to be the next one that is uh, 10 to 20 to 100 ETH. Uh, and I think it's fascinating just to see and to hear stories like that, that you uh, got a, an NFT for free. I also had got one from Artifact back in the day um, that ended up having a lot of benefits uh, with Clonex and all kinds of stuff that came from it. And so it's just really cool when you're when you're active and early on. Uh, one reason in the Crazy Carl Collective that every NFT is a free claim is just to help people get started uh, That of, of something that you're actually building behind. Because when you do that, you're just creating a lot of new people in the space. You, you're able to learn more about them. And it's just really cool because you're able to help people in their journey so um huge congrats to you for holding on to that and then also uh for giving back and and trying to figure out how you can give back to others that are starting i see you also writing a lot of posts um just your insights in the space it's got to be interesting kind of going from just learning about the space to now new people like need someone to guide them and almost being an expert in less than a year. What's that? What's that feel like looking back and being like, I can't believe this has all happened in less than a year. First of all, yeah, uh, that's unbelievable. Like um, the fact that uh, board apes, for example, um, ballooned into what it is right now is totally unbelievable. Uh, never in my wildest dreams that, I've seen board apes being like this, and I bought one. Obviously, when if I've seen board uh, apes being like this, I should have bought more back then. But uh, obviously, it's not the case. And uh, yeah, the journey has been magical, uh, to say the least. And um, that's what I love about um, the NFT space. It's not like getting to the destination. It's a journey that's. Uh, very valuable. You learn a lot by being present in the Web2 space every day. And um, that I put a lot of value into that. Uh, I don't think that I myself as an expert, maybe uh, if there's an expertise or maybe if there's something that I'm good at, it's just diamond handing um, NFTs. I'm not an expert trader. I don't know what would be the next pump. Uh, a lot of people try to ask me that. I can't answer them. Uh, obviously, like I don't know much about like these uh, trades and pumps and dumps, um, to say the least. But uh, I guess what I value the most uh, as someone in the NFT space is on the basics, and that's what I try to impart um, by being like a personality in the space and by doing. Uh, some of my work for uh, other people to be onboarded. I also do like NFT 101. I have a um, ready deck whenever anyone asks me, hey, what's NFT? Can you tell me more about it? Like, <laughs> okay, let's hop on the phone. I have a deck. I, can, I love that. Uh, <laughs> hey, yes, okay. as a matter of fact, let me pull out this presentation I have ready to go yeah. <laughs> and talk to you about NFTs. I love that. Yeah, I've, I've done... Uh, 
I've done that a lot of times already, and I, I've done it for free. And I, for me, it's just giving back. I, I think that um, the, the NFT space like blessed me immensely, and I wanted others to also like see it as an opportunity. If, if not, then it's okay. At least I've done my part to show them that it's something that they can see value of, and that's what I try to do. And whenever I have posts or whenever I have thoughts on like. Uh, the NFT space and uh, like how um, to make it or how to look after yourself. Uh, I also tweet it uh, as if some other people may find value out of it. Yeah, that's very good. I love that. I think your journey has been uh, really inspirational, especially seeing how you're just uh, just being able to hear your journey from Top Shot to NFTs, to your mindset around them and your experience in the community. It's just always cool to hear from um, people that have been in the space. And it's funny because I started the show back in July uh, and the OGs that I was looking to interview, you know, are, were people that had been in. But now I'm looking back and a lot of the people I'm wanting to have on the show are ones that got involved in July or, or August when I was starting. And it's just funny to see how just in a, such a short time, you've been able to kind of see who have become leaders in the space and 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 people that have uh, bec- gotten a lot of knowledge. And I think you're definitely one of them. So thanks for stopping by the show. We're going to turn to Community Corner here in a minute. So if you have um, any questions, go ahead and hit that request button. would love to have some community, uh, some crazy Carls up here to ask questions. So let's get more voices on the stage. Um, but I'll ask one more question as I'm waiting for people to hit that request button to come up. And that is uh, I'm curious, what are you most excited about? I know, obviously, uh, the metaverse for Yuga Labs is coming out soon, so I, I'm sure you're excited about that. But in in kind of the grand scheme of things in NFT, uh, what are you most excited about in the next year or two um, with, with kind of the horizon that you see moving forward? What are some of the things that are in roadmaps or things that uh, you see happening in the space that you're just getting jazzed about? Uh, I think what excites me the most right now is mass adoption uh, of NFTs or of usage of NFTs or uh, usage of uh, profile pictures uh, from NFTs. Uh, this is some, um, it's something that will push like, the digital identity forward and I think it's something that will happen um, eventually as uh, people uh, realize the value of like a digital identity a digital world and obviously like we're already in it like uh if we're not in nfts we're still in the internet and i think blockchain is the next phase web3 is really the next phase of nfts and um i'm excited for people to see it that way as well to see the immense potential of web3 and how it can improve lives obviously it covers a lot of some of the things that excites me as part of it brands adopting um nfts will be big as well uh obviously you have the likes of nike adidas uh already in uh, i think there will be more brands who will come into the space and that will obviously just push um the adoption of NFTs forward and i'm here for it uh i i love seeing more people come into the space uh obviously um the space to be honest right now the space is so much harder to navigate than it was when we started. And I think a lot of these people coming in right now, yes, it's good that they're coming in, but um, they're, they might need some help as well uh, to navigate the space. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if we will be the ones who can help them on that. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm not a trader myself. I, I can't tell you okay, what would be the next blue chip? I can't. But, yeah, uh... <laughs> it takes it takes time to be able to tell, but you can, uh, there's always, you know, just being able to build and, and give insights is really important. And I yeah. think it just takes a community, a lot of different voices that people respect. And that's how they kind of find their grappling in this Web3 ecosystem. And just like any of us, we all started small and it's just a matter of building those communities and the and for the, the board Ape and the Gutter Cat and the Cool Cat, there's others that are out there 
that um, you know probably are affordable. Affordable. It's just a matter of finding those and being able to find the communities because that's what really takes time to figure out and kind of watch who you trust and respect and what they're doing um, and doing your own research and seeing what you believe in. It's it's just a whole process and it is very difficult, but it's so exciting too because I agree. It's it's been amazing seeing how many new people have been in the space lately. We're going to go ahead and turn over to uh, Community Corner now. So if you have a question, make sure to hit that uh, request button. And I've got my podcaster that is uh, kind of frozen right now, so I can't play my transition. Let's go ahead and go and start adding people up on stage, though, while we're waiting here. And uh, first up. We've got Manny V. Uh, Manny V is the founder of NFT World Architect. Uh, really excited to have you up here. How's it going, man? Thanks for joining us on stage. I'm doing great, man. Dude, I just love listening to your stuff. I'm a huge fan. So just uh, happy to be up here. Excited to join the collective at the whenever that is, I think a week or something. But um, just wanted to ask, like, could I get a copy of that deck? Because I'm like trying to onboard all my friends and like I would love a copy of that like i know my delivery won't be as good but anything that i can use as a tool would be great and then my next question is is like who are some of the people outside of like gary v that you kind of like look at or like what are your like top three biggest things that you're thinking about other than like all right they're gonna be here for a while okay yeah so first of all yeah i think um i can send you a copy of the deck just uh, message me uh, on my DM and uh, maybe I can uh, link you up or extend it via email since it's likely a PDF uh, that you can um, use. Cool. And then like uh, other people that I look up to, obviously like Gary V. Uh, Punk6529 uh, is someone that I also uh, love uh, looking at. Uh, his threads are very insightful um, and I love reading through it. Uh, there are also some other collectors that uh, I look up to. Uh, obviously, uh, I follow uh, GD Farmer, um, Captain Treaty, uh, and some other collectors who have uh, really nice insights uh, on the market uh, and how to navigate through, through things. So, yeah, uh, I hope that answers it. That does. You answered that perfectly. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Manny, for coming up. Um, I'm not seeing any other questions right now, so I'll uh, end with one final question, too. I'd love for you just to chat about anything that you've got going on or um, how people can kind of find out about uh, what, you've, what you're up to in the space the best um, and just a, a chance to, to, to talk about anything that, that you'd like to uh, in regards to, to your account. Okay, I... Uh well, first of all, thanks for having me here uh, in um, this crazy about crypto show. I really have fun uh, talking about uh, my beliefs in NFT, my journey, and uh, talking with you guys. Uh, it's been a fun session. Uh, my go-to place to be in is my Twitter account. So obviously, um, that's where I spend a lot of my time in. So give me a follow if you'd like to learn more about uh, my thoughts and insights and what I'm up to. Uh, I am also uh, I'm part of uh, some upcoming projects. Uh, obviously, I'll share more about those details uh, as I advise um, some other projects uh, along the way. So, yeah, I'm really excited uh, and probably there would be more. Uh, oh, one more thing. Uh, I've also, we've also started a uh, Board Ape group uh, for Filipino board apes. Uh, it's called Bake Tada, or uh, um, it's at B A Y T Tada in Twitter. So give it a follow to to learn more about Filipino board apes. It might be something interesting as we grow the community moving forward. Very cool. I also saw, I wanted to bring up uh, fellow Carl too, Serini, um, if you had a question before we close out. Hey, GM, GM, Jaybon, GM, Carl. I hope you guys can hear me. I have some issues with my speaker. Yes, I can hear you good. I can hear okay. you. Okay. 
Yeah, awesome. I mean, I had a question to ask, but Jay Bond just answered it. I mean, like I've been following him for some time, and like he said, uh, got a catch two four eight one. That is what I got from him. Uh, never sold it because of the history of that Gata cat. So uh, I wanted to know how Jay Bond is doing uh, stuff for the local community, and he just answered it. I mean, like other than apes, are you uh, looking after any other local communities in Philippines? Um, yeah. So apart from uh, the Filipino board ape group, I'm also uh, a part of the Asiaverse uh, world uh, with Ape Shine. Uh, I am hosting their sessions for uh, Filipino and English rooms uh, to feature artists from Asia uh, on a monthly basis. So uh, stay tuned on that as well. I'll, I'll likely post uh, our next spaces, which might feature um, a key uh, NFT project from the Philippines uh, that I think is fairly hyped uh, in the space. So we'll stay tuned for that. Uh, Apart from that, uh, I've mentioned earlier, I've been doing talks mostly for Filipinos. Um, and they've been inviting me to uh, several talks, like group talks or even uh, some few one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions to onboard people into the NFT world. Um, as I mentioned, it's my way of giving back as well and to onboard more people to the NFT space. I love that. And I just love the borderless nature too, and, and being able to help um, onboard anyone around the world. And thanks for doing that for those that definitely need it um, with wage gaps or anything that could help. Uh, I think the the Web3 ecosystem is just going to really help benefit communities uh, in need if we can continue to find ways to innovate and onboard uh, in an easy way that then allows them to get in. And, and the giveaways that you mentioned are just a perfect example of that and i think we're going to continue to see uh opportunities like that in the space so thank you for all you do i just want to give a huge shout out of gratitude to jay bond for coming on the show to chat about his journey so far in the web3 space the crazy about crypto show does not accept paid advertisements or paid requests to come on the show the quality of guests are and educational content provided is essential i also want to give a shout out to the crazy carl collective crazy carl is not my real name i'm just one voice in the crazy carl collective we're an entity in the web3 space working to build and grow together many guests of the shows are crazy carl as well as many people in the audience if you're not in the collective i encourage you to follow and watch us and then join us Thanks you. Thank you so much for joining us today and continuing to learn about the innovation that Web3 unlocks for us all. This has been another production of Guttercat Studios. All conversations with Crazy Carl are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse. <laughs>